Welcome back to episode two of our podcast. We're bringing about change. We thank God for our first one that we released. We talked about the disciplines of a godly family. And as I mentioned in that podcast that we're going to be focusing on for the next few weeks or months to come, uh, dealing with the family and how important it is. And there's so many different dynamics of the family, so many different topics that we can discuss. And I'm excited about getting into that. But we started out talking about purpose and just understanding that everything under the sun has a purpose. If you're created by God, then you have a purpose. And so, um, and then we talked about dangers, dangers to the family um, and how uh, this day and age, there are so many different things that are happening with family than as when I grew up, or maybe when you grew up, um, the structure has really changed and uh, the the home itself and how it is supposed to be the main source of family uh, nurturing and love and um, exemplifying a godly character and his plan and purpose for our life. All of those things we don't just learn here at church. We thank God for church and we thank God for youth ministries, even for our children. But really the core of the things that we are to learn about life should actually come from the family structure, of course, based on um, biblical principles. And so um, so listening to that podcast when you get a chance, but we're going to start right into continuing uh, dealing with the disciplines of a godly family um, and start with talking about discipline. And uh, sometimes we'll look at that word discipline and, and it can have a negative connotation. You know, when I was growing up, discipline mean, mean you got your butt whipped. Uh, you had got spankings when you did bad or didn't do what you're supposed to do. But the disciplines that I'm talking about is uh, not necessarily punishment. No, we're talking about having patterns that are set in our lives, uh, training that's uh, in our lives that that help us. Uh, to um, to be godly people and and to be godly families and so you know immediately we all of us many of us are familiar with the scripture where it says train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old he will not depart from it uh, from out of Proverbs twenty two six and that's a very very familiar scripture but it's such a powerful scripture because every last one of us started out as a child. Okay, you didn't just become your grown self that you are. You started out as a child. And really, this is what God set as a mandate in the home from the beginning. When that child is birthed into the world, you are to train that child up in the way that they should go. What is the way that they should go? According to biblical principles and and, and godly standards and character. And when they get old, it's going to be so embedded in them you know, embedded in us that when we get older, we're going to hold to, we're going to hold to the truths that we learned and the good that we learned. And, um, and so um, that's all a part of being disciplined, being disciple. And so when you look at discipline, um, we need to get rid of everything that's associated, that has habits or tendencies that impede godliness that that go against godliness because um in order for us to be a godly family 
We have to do godly things. We have to train ourselves up in godly principles, godly ways. And so there are habits that we develop. There, there are tendencies that we have. There are things that impede um, really uh, wholesome, godly living. The Word of God tells us to lay aside the weight that does so easily beset us and let us run with patience uh, the race that's set before us. And certainly we know we have a race that's set before us. And, you know, when I look at training, uh, many, many of you may have been involved in sports or some type of, of thing that required a discipline. Maybe you didn't do sports, but you, 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 you learned uh, a particular uh, instrument, how to play a particular instrument or a different type of a trade. But, uh, you didn't just pick it up and just do it. You had to go through a process of learning the basics and um, getting those basics under your belt to the point where it became second, na- like, like this second nature to you. Like you didn't have to think about what you were doing. Um, my daughter, she's um, playing basketball now. And so she's having to learn the fundamentals of basketball. And, and, and even though I'm not a basketball player, I was a track runner, you know, so I learned a lot about running track, but I know very little about basketball, but I'm trying to help her out in learning the basics of basketball. So I got books and, you know, we're looking at YouTube videos, but the thing that, that I recognize in that that can really translate into whatever we try to pick up or learn to do is that if you don't get the fundamentals down, if you don't learn that, it's just, you know, if you don't get that under your belt, then when you try to progress to other things, you're going to be so focused on trying to do the fundamentals that you can't learn other things. And so that's how it is in life and training in life that we have to learn the basic principles of godly living and certainly one of the basic principles is 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 of course being connected to God and having a relationship with God and so um and there are many many more that we'll share in future podcasts to come but discipline is is a necessity in life uh if you want to accomplish anything it requires discipline and so the words tells us about disciplining ourselves for the purpose of godly living keeping yourself spiritually fit um are you spiritually fit as a question to ask as a question to ask myself am, am i spiritually fit and am i doing what i need to do on a daily basis to maintain a healthy spiritual godly life and so um so certainly um, discipline, training yourself is, is a big part of it. And so, as I mentioned in the scripture where we talked about laying aside the weight that does so easily beset us, um, a big part of that is you got to put aside some things. Sometimes when you train yourself, as, as I work with Mariah and, and getting her to go outside and pla- practice dribbling, that means she's going to have to put down some things. She's going to have to put down, you know, her, her, her video games for a moment. She's going to have to set aside her toys for a little bit. You know, she's going to have to, you know, you know, not want to sit and watch TV all day. She's going to have to take the time out to go outside, pick up the ball and actually take time to dribble that ball, even though it's the same thing over and over again, it builds up to greater and and better rewards. And so um, discipline is a wonderful thing. Um, You look at discipline like me, I'm I'm disciplining myself and eating right and disciplining myself and um, 
exercising regularly, you know. Um, and so when you have different things that become a weight to you, you know, uh, I got this to do, that to do. Sometimes we can pick, take on things that, you know, that just keeps us busy and weigh us down. That may not necessarily be in God's plan for our lives. And we're just doing and doing. Um, but it comes a time where you have to look at what's on your plate and say, okay, if I really want to become good at this, I'm going to have to lay aside some things that can wait for a little bit that I can put on hold for a little bit and really focus on this thing that I really need to uh, become better at, uh, become more focused at. And so when you look at discipline in the family, I mean, um, you know, discipline in the home, you know, um, you know, taking care of home, domestic things, you know, <laughs> cleaning your house on a regular basis. That's a wonderful discipline. If you want to have a wonderful, um, clean smelling house, you know, uh, so you have to be disciplined and cleaning it on a regular basis, you know, um, that's, that, that is also connected to having uh, a godly family because the atmosphere in your home means everything. When you don't have an atmosphere that 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 that's conducive for for a uh, 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 growing and 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 enjoying and having peace and loving life, um, it certainly is one of those dangers that can chip away and deteriorate the family, family structure, family unit, and so discipline, discipline, um, of course, in your spiritual life, but discipline in. Um, uh, uh, communicating with one another. I can go on and on, but I think you get the point that we need discipline in our lives. Um, we can't do without it, you know? And so in 1 Corinthians 9, 27 says, but I discipline my body and I bring it into subjection. Lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. And so when you look at that, it, it lets us know that if you don't have discipline in certain areas of your life, you're going to be disqualified. You're not going to be capable of, of, of carrying out what's necessary in your life uh, in order to progress forward. And so, um, so let's look at our lives and see where do I need to tighten it up in the area of disciplining myself to be able to um, uh, do something that I, my flesh may not necessarily feel like, but I know I need to do it. You know, um, in the scripture, it talks about the same particular scripture. It goes on to talk about how an athlete, when an athlete uh, uh, trains, when you see LeBron James and when you see uh, the Super Bowl champions with their championship, you know, trophies and, and all of that. Oh, no, you got to know that there was some discipline that took place and it didn't just happen that year. It's, pro it's over a protracted period of time that these people discipline themselves when everybody else was out doing this and doing that I guarantee you you'll find in their in their uh, 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 life story that they had to pull away from the crowd and put themselves in a place where they had to work on some things work on their craft work on their skill work on their discipline so that when it came time for game day when it came time for for competing that they were at their best. And so um, so I encourage you to to look at that, uh, you know, the principles of discipline and 
Look in your life and be real with yourself. I know I have to be real with myself, you know, because there's sometimes, you know, as much as I've been doing life and doing family and 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 doing all I can to make home better, I see that I can be really shabby in some areas in the home. And that and that doesn't sit well with me. It's not okay. It's not okay. I'll just get to it later. No, it, it has become a priority to me that when I look at areas in my life that you know, I can't harp on, oh, well, you know, uh, I'm not good at organizing, you know, and so we just kind of throw it out the door and just, you know, suffer through it. No, um, I can learn to do well. I can learn how to 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 discipline my kids. I can learn how to train them up so um, they learn how to do certain things, table manners and, you know, um, you know, getting dressed in the morning. Um, uh, family dinners, I can I can discipline myself where we can begin to practice doing these things, you know. And so let, let's look at that. Let's see, you know, what are some things that I've been lacking discipline in as it relates to my home, as it relates to my relationships, um, some of us really don't have, we have little to no communication in our homes. That requires discipline because how many know when you in a family unit, you have a brother, your sister, your husband, a wife, you know, it doesn't matter what type of relationship. When you have people in a situation, you're going to come across conflict. And how many know when you have conflict, it can go one or two ways. It can end well or it can end in a really hot mess and it can get worse and worse. And so, you know, when you don't have discipline and communicating to say, okay, let me let the, you know, um, let me let this settle and, and let me use wisdom to know when to come back and, and say, let's talk about this thing. Let, you know, sometimes that discipline requires learning how to say, I, forgive me. That discipline requires sometimes learning how to say, look, and I was wrong in this. Or that discipline requires sometimes learning to listen. Uh, there are many disciplines when you're dealing with communication. So maybe that's one area that that you need to work on. But nonetheless, I say be real. Let's be real with ourselves and let's say, okay, it's not good enough for me to recognize that there are that the family is deteriorating. That even in my family, there are things that are just not right. It's not okay. It's not okay. And 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 and. Let's uh, seek God's face to say, God, show me how to do this thing and show me how to begin to develop disciplines in my home. Reading the word of God, you know, uh, uh, seeking God's face. That's a discipline that we have to train ourselves to do because your flesh is not going to want to do it when you may have had a long night the night before doing whatever and you get up in the morning. You, you're not going to want to, one, get up in the morning, but you do what you got to do because you know that that the discipline of having a relationship with God, seeking first his kingdom, how paramount it is to be able to connect to him on a daily basis and to have a relationship with him on a daily basis. So let's 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 look at that and let's see. And, and we'll definitely have, you know, times in our podcast we'll be we'll be able to talk about these specific disciplines and what does it take you know because sometimes you can know that you need help in this area but where's the help how do I get to help where do I start we're gonna help we're gonna walk through this thing together because I don't claim to have it all together 
we're going to have certain special guests that that may come to share, um, you know, because they may be more experts in that field than others. We're going to have our bishop to come and share some things, but we're going to do this thing called family together. And we're going to grow in the goodness and the grace of God together. And we're going to put the enemy to flight. Amen. So let's work on disciplining ourselves. You know, when I look at discipline, a big part of of discipline, it's very much connected to patterns. Um, In 1 Corinthians 11.1, it says, pattern yourselves after me. Follow my example as I imitate and follow Christ, the Messiah. Uh, another scripture in Philippians 4, 9 says, practice what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me and model your way of living on it. And the God of peace of untroubled, undisturbed well-being will be with you. And so we're going to have to look at the examples that are set before us. There are people in our lives, myself as a pastor, my husband as a pastor, there are leaders in the church that are, that, that are patterns of godly living. And that's what the word of God admonishes us. It invokes us to pattern yourself after those people who are imitating their lives after the the, the life of Christ and, and, and doing this thing called family and doing it well. And we have to humble ourselves to, to say, I'm not doing so good, but they are. Uh, let me go seek out and see if they're willing to show me how to do this. Let me ask some questions. Let me see who can help me do this thing better. And you know, if God wanted us to do this thing by ourselves, he would have created us as an island. But no, he developed people and he placed them in structures so that we could be an asset to each other. Family is one. But if we're not doing family well, then there are other families that can help us. There are other people who have learned to do it well. They may not be perfect, but they've learned to do it well. And so the word of God tells us that that's what we ought to do. We ought to learn to do well. And so, you know, how do, how do I build a family, a, a godly home? How, how do I get a vision for my house? I mean, everybody's in different directions. And, you know, you got, got, got little Susie here. She's doing her thing and she wants to go hang out with such and such. And we got, got the husband here, you know, he, he's up in his man cave in his corner and you got, you know, so-and-so here doing their thing. Everybody is dispersed in the family. How do I, how do I even bring everybody together to even recognize that we need to get help, you know? And, um, so how do I create a family team? Um, how do I get balance? You know, in this day and age, you know, it's, it's, this is not a leave, um, leave it to beaver, you know, type family structure. That's an old, you know, uh, TV episode that where the mom was a stay-at-home mom and the dad worked, you know, and they had dinner every single night. They had all meals, you know, that they could possibly have at the dinner table and everything was just peachy king and, and just perfect. But, but no, in this day and age, it's like you may not even see that person for days, even though they live in the same household, you know, and and that can be sad, you know. And so and you have people who are working, working to make a living, working, you know, 
multiple jobs. Um, you got people that are trying to get an education. You know, people are dispersed everywhere. But how do do I bring a balance where um, I'm I'm not neglecting my kids, where I'm not neglecting my marriage, I'm not neglecting taking care of home and having home as an atmosphere um, that 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 everybody wants to be a part of. You know, how do I do that? You know, how do I even make this house that God has blessed me with a home? where it's warm, where it's inviting, where it's a place where I, I want to run to as a place of refuge, um, where my kids and my grandkids want to come, where, where when it's time for them, the grandkids to leave, where they don't want to leave because it's, it's such an environment of peace. It's such an environment of fun and laughter and pleasure. How do I do that? You know, how, how do I even do marriage? You know, um, parenting is a big thing. You know, we don't get a manual for that, you know. And but there are those of us who are doing it well. And even though it may be not the whole thing, but there are parts of parenting that we do well. So we're going to work together with one another to learn how to do well and, and, and to move forward uh, with healthy lives, with healthy individual lives, um, uh, healthy families, healthy relationships. Um, and so that can replicate and duplicate it. And how can we become that family that maybe we're not perfect, but we certainly are blessed and we are blessed to be a blessing to other families. How can we take on that mandate that God says, this is what I'm going to do for you, Abraham. I'm going to make you a blessing to all the families of the earth. That is a wonderful and a dynamic purpose to have on this earth. And that is our purpose. Amen. Organization. Oh my gosh. How do we organize? Um, that's a key. And that was, that's one of the areas I, I tend to think that I'm pretty good at, but I can always, I always have a room where there's improvement, uh, whether it's in my personal life or in the way that my actual home is actually set up. Organization is a wonderful tool, but not all of us have learned that or grown up in that. And even things like family management, you know, and and planning, financial management, planning, you know, building the home. Those are things that are just really, really so important to the family structure and, um, you know, counseling and um, talking, communicating, listening, all of those things. That's a part of uh, uh, things that should be patterns in our lives that when you look at a family and you say, this is a godly family, these are things that you should noticeably see. And I say, don't settle for, well, that's not me. Uh, I got a lot of work to be done, you know, in this area. At least you recognize you have work to be done. But let's take it a step further. And let's say, for one, I'm going to tune into these podcasts every chance I get to get this information in me. And then what I'm going to do is not be just a hearer, but I'm going to be a doer. I'm going to be one that I'm going to listen with the intent to do. I'm going to listen to the spiritual truths that are shared. I'm going to take notes and I'm going to purpose that as I go before God, God, show me where to start. Lead me, guide me, and direct me, and show me where to start. And then give me the resources. Show me um, the resources that I need to pick up. And, and even the assignments that I may need to take on 
to take it a step further from what has been shared with me in this podcast. It it gives me great joy and pleasure to know that the spiritual truths that God has intended for us to receive is being released in this podcast. And um, I'm encouraged by it. I want to pray. I want to pray about discipline and I want to pray about the patterns that God wants to have us um, to take on in our lives. Father, I thank you, Lord God, for um, your word. It is our blueprint. It is our map, our roadmap of life. And I thank you for that, God. And I thank you that your word means everything to me, God. It, it is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. God, when, when your word comes into our lives, it illuminates, it brings revelation, it brings insight, it brings deliverance. And I thank you so much for that. I thank you for the spiritual truths, God. I thank you also, God, for those people who you have set before, some in the form of apostles and, and prophets and pastors and preachers and teachers and 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 elders and leaders and and, 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 and and other model families, God, people that you've set in our lives, God, as example of godly discipline. I thank you, God, for those people, God. And I thank you, Lord God, that you have not left us in a place of destitute. Even though we have gone through some things in our families, we have may have had had some toxic relationships in our families. We may have had some horrifying things that may have happened in our family history. But I think that there is a hope, God. There is a hope because when truth is released and revealed in our lives, it sets us free. So I thank you, God, for the truth God, and I pray that those who are listening, that they'll grab a hold of the truth and that there'll be a holy indignation that they will not allow this truth to go. But they'll hold on to the point, God, that they will seek out your guidance and your direction to know how to allow this truth to become paramount in their lives. I thank you, Lord God, that you'll lead them, you'll guide them and direct them, Father, to show them in areas of their lives where they need discipline, where they'll recognize, where there'll be an epiphany of, oh my gosh, I really need help in this area. Help us, God, to see ourselves for who we are and to be real with ourselves. That is our first step to receiving these spiritual truths. And then help us to swallow our pride, God. Help us to swallow our pride so that we can know how to reach out, reach out to others, that may be doing well in these areas, God. Reaching out and asking questions and asking, how do you do this? Show me, can you help me? Um, I pray, God, that, that people will get the courage to be able to do that because you created us for each other. You created not only our, 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 our natural family, but you created church family. You created the kingdom of God to be able to empower one another to do this thing called life and to do it well. So I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, that we'll recognize, Father, the patterns that we are to take up as a part of our own lives, God. Um, uh, Disciplines and patterns that are in the word, but looking at other people who have taught us and and, and being willing to, to, to work at dying to ourselves so that we can really begin to discipline ourselves on a daily basis, that we 
learn how to not go by what we feel. Oh, if I don't feel like it, if we go by our feelings, we'll never get anything accomplished. Because most of the time, when there's opportunity to do something, most of the time your flesh is going to say, I'm tired. I'm hungry. I don't feel like it. I don't have this. It's going to murmur. It's going to complain. And that's what the enemy is banking on, that we'll allow our flesh to be the dominant person. We'll allow our emotions and how we feel to be that dominant force in our lives. But when we become disciplined in our walk with God, and when we recognize that we don't do this thing called life by what we see, what we feel, what we hear, what we taste, but we do it by faith and we do it by the word of God. We do it when we don't feel like it. We do it when it's popular. We do it when it's not popular. We do it when everybody else is doing it. We do it when nobody else is doing it, but we do what we're supposed to do according to your word because we know this is what is rewarding. This is what gets results. This is what pleases God. So we thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus for a disciplined life, for a pattern life. And we thank you as we walk through the disciplines of a godly family, God, that we're going to become better and stronger and, and greater in it, God, because of us following after your will and your purpose and your plan for our lives. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah.